Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Wafu FM. It's time! Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Chris and Chris Show. My name is Christopher with a C. Mm, it's Chris with a K. Mm, it's Chris with a K. So this week, we're doing a yearly roundup of the year previous that been 2016, as we're speaking to you from 2017. <laughs> if you've travelled back in time. <laughs> um, hope everyone had a Merry Christmas and a Merry Happy New Year and all that jazz. Mm, yeah, hopefully nobody else died. No, no, no. One of them years. We'll get to that later. Yeah, fucking hell. Um, so yeah, going over what came out in 2016 and what we liked, what we disliked. I think, as we were just saying before recording, I think most of the films this year, I've seen this year, I've quite liked. Yeah. There was one maybe, so I was like, ah, and that was about it really, so it hasn't been too bad. Well, you know, mm. we'll get to it with the first film. Do you want to just get cracking? Yeah, let's, let's do it. Right, let's start with um, Batman versus Superman. <laughs> yeah, that's on my show list. Which I actually rewatched. I rewatched the other day. Yeah, on January first. Nice. <laughs> what a way to start the year. It was literally the first thing I did on New Year's Day. <laughs> I woke up and was like, "Hey, put telly on. How see if there's any new films me out of the sky." For some reason, I just pressed play and just watched the entire thing again. So, what were your uh, thoughts rewatching it? Uh, same, pretty much. Although. I remember in the first review I said enjoyable mess, and that was probably just you know the initial viewing of like fucking hell, it's Batman v Superman. It's still okay, but really it's kind of just a fucking mess. It's, it's yeah. not that enjoyable the second time. Yeah, it's it's like I wanted to probably more so the second time I wanted to like it. Yeah, like I really did, and I was like, oh god. Like this time I paid more attention to the plot. Yeah. Instead of and, and like the Lex Lu- Lex Luthor plot and stuff, and I was just like, it's so bollocks. Yeah. Just like you, I just you cannot see past his portrayal. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, and like I haven't even got a problem with him, you know, doing it differently or like that. But it it was just fucking wrong and stupid. Really. I think I quite like him as an actor. Yeah. I just think they went too far with it. He was just fucking twitchy and annoying and fucking rambly and mm. it's just so random. I hate it when it's that classic thing where we say it's like, how about this time Lex Luthor is like this? And it's like, no, because yeah. that's not the, like, why don't you put fucking a hat on Superman? You know what I mean? It's just, yeah, totally it's just changing it up. Yeah, things you shouldn't fuck with. Yeah, like, it's, I mean, we've always said this, but you know, like, changing characters, sex. Uh, yeah. things are changing ethnicity it's like mm, how can we make our film different let's make them black or let's make them white this time you just make her a woman and it's like oh it's so lazy man yeah, yeah definitely 
I tell you one thing though, thinking about it, when you look at the film, like I think it's because of how good comic book movies are now and how faithful they are. I genuinely think if this exact film came out in like 2001, yeah. no one would have complained that much because we were kind of mm. used to back then of like, well, you know, it's the Hollywood version of it. They could always change True. things. But True. now you've got like the fucking Avengers. Yeah. You know, yeah, Captain America movies, which are amazing. And this is kind of like, oh, fucking hell. Yeah, they're quite faithful to the source material whilst doing their own thing sort of thing. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah, this film comes along and pretty much does its own thing. <laughs> Mm. Uh, in like no coherent manner or anything uh, mm. yeah just all the like fucking constant flashbacks and stuff are laughable yeah. like the film start, the, literally the first minute of the film you're like what the fuck yeah. when he's like fl- kid flying up the sky and stuff you, you just straight away know that the film's gonna be up its own ass. Yeah. Like with it's like unnecessary imagery just to make it look cool mm. and stuff <laughs> Yeah, so fucking, what a waste, though. Christ almighty, we waited, like, well, you know, I personally waited 34, 35 years, 34 mm-hmm. and a bit, um, and, like, for that shit, it's like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like we said, we can, we, can, um, we can blame Marvel for, like, being awesome at it for years, mm. and them having to fucking live up to that, but we can also blame DC for just being fucking put the asses for 10 years yeah yeah and then slap dashing it all out at once trying to catch up with one film yeah. pretty much yeah it was a bit daft it's like i've previously said ah oh, well you know at least i've got to look for i should be able to look forward to the bat fleck sort of movie on its own and stuff but you know what like now i don't even know <laughs> it, like yeah. it might be just the same drivel again but mm. it doesn't have superman in well yeah, it's got to be set in the same universe yeah it? so it's like oh. <laughs> who knows though who yeah. knows it could be set before all that jazz yeah, yeah which they'd be smart to do i guess yeah definitely because we don't really know what's going to happen after justice league and all that jazz so. uh, they'll to be asked reboot <laughs> probably <laughs> probably yeah probably <laughs> but, uh, let's start again <laughs> we'll just do the most confused reboot ever and go right we're reboot we're ban like is still batman but we're going to reboot batman again and say, eh, well, <laughs> yeah. uh, but speaking of a good um superhero versus superhero movie we also had civil war yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I watched that again the other the other day uh, on Blu-ray. I uh, just thought, why not? Chuck it on. Um, it's funny because that was also out of the sky like the same weekend and for some reason it chose Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just one of the things you do. It's like me whenever I get drunk, I, I watch like the shittest film in collection. For yeah, yeah, I was like, I'm going to watch all the Transformers films. <laughs> <laughs> why, man? <laughs> I know, it's so weird. I wake up the next morning. <laughs> I think it's going to be brain nose. I would never watch them any other time. So it's just like, put on. You get your money's worth. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's a class film. Loads of humour and stuff. Really good. And also, really, there's like, you know, it's the exact same like premise as Batman vs Superman, but it's just so much better. Yeah. yeah and also, when that Justice League trailer came out, and there's that scene of uh, Bruce Wayne going to like meet the Flash, I was like, that's exactly the same as the scene where Tony Stark goes to meet Peter Parker. Yeah, yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, and just taking all the same ideas mm. yeah uh, I, I mean I'll probably say it's like for me personally it'll be one of my like top top fives maybe for the movie for like of the year for me mm. uh, I really enjoyed it and uh, I just think that, well I love all the Captain America films to be honest yeah they are probably my favourites out of the the Marvel the lot yeah. yeah I mean it's still weird it kind of feels like an Avengers movie Civil War 
That's like the only sort of weird criticism I would levy at it. To be honest, I know like Captain America is still kind of the main focus of it, but there probably would have been better just having it as a standalone movie called Civil War, Marvel yeah. Civil War, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. Yeah. it is, it's like part Iron Man movie, it's like it introduces Spider-Man, it's part Captain America and it's part Avengers, so mm. it's kind of a bit of everything, but yeah, I did like uh, Spider-Man a lot. Yeah, definitely, and... Uh... I don't know, I, I kind of like the the cool ha- way how it's linking on to Homecoming mm-hmm. and, like, the clever marketing with it being, like, I don't know, you know, it's obvious, but Homecoming as in Spider-Man coming to the brand mm-hmm. and then, like, the the movie as well. I don't know, it's just, it, it it's nice. It's all fitting together quite well, the whole Marvel yeah. Universe. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely. cool to, like, have him, like, introduced as, like, a, like a, it's kind of an extended cameo, isn't it, really? Basically, yeah. Like a, a backdoor pilot for his movie. Yeah. Without having to do an origin story as well. Yeah, so ho- hopefully. I mean, you never know. You know, they'll be smart to not open the Spider-Man movie with like a 10-minute origin thing. I mean, everyone fucking knows by now. <coughs> yeah, definitely. The last reboot was only out like fucking five years ago or whatever. Just same with like Batman and stuff, like, come on, Superman. Like, will you fuck off with the origin stories, man? We yeah. don't need to see it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> But, well, I mean, while we're on the Marvel, so we may as well get through them all. Uh, obviously, mm. Deadpool came out this year as well. Yeah, that was next on my list. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, it was good. Mm. It's one of them films that obviously, I don't know, it's kind of weird. It, it 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 restricts itself from a certain portion of fans that watch the Marvel movies. I don't know, in a way. Because obviously the movies are kind of aimed at kids mm. and stuff. I don't know. I, this is just like shower thought sort of material. I'm not criticising yeah. the movie or anything. But it's interesting that it's like, obviously it stands out like a sore thumb that it's obviously the only like whatever rating it is, like R rating in America. I'm not even sure what it is in the UK. It's probably like a 12 it's or something. 15, I think. <laughs> is it? I'm not even sure. Can't see the Blu-ray from here. Um, but it's certainly higher than the rest. Uh, yeah. And yeah, just obviously, it, it's like, it's. A, I, I always watch like these movies whenever like, me parents are over and like I want to kill the awkward silence and stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, just painted a lovely picture of your family. Right? <laughs> so I always chuck them on, but like I think I just look at Deadpool and think, nah, yeah. I won't be chucking that. No, on. not with the pagan scene and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's it's funny for that. It kind of stands out, but uh, it's a great movie though. Yeah, it is fun. I mean, I was worried beforehand about it being like too much. With the violence and stuff that they would go mm. to, over. but it can it is fitting for the character. Yeah, and like you know, the fucking internet will always do this thing of like fucking like this time it fit, but there's so many films that get announced and everyone's like, "Whoa, it better be rated R, otherwise it'll be shit." And I'm like, "Yeah, shut the grow up, man, for fuck's sake!" Like everyone thinking this next Wolverine. I'm like, fingers crossed. I hope the next Wolverine movie is great, but some people are just hanging all their fucking hopes and dreams on it being great because it's violent. And I'm like, come on, man, for fuck's sake. Like, I think, was it Sh- uh, Shane Black or whatever was, when he announced, is it Shane Black? It is, isn't it? The Predator movie. Yeah. He announced, like, I think, that, well, I don't know if he or somebody from the PR department was pretty much, like, making a big deal that it's going to be R-rated and that. Mm. And I kind of just think, like, hmm, yeah, but, you know, it's that doesn't of, guarantee it. Yeah, I know that they say that because everyone, like, you know, hates, like, the fact that they made, like, any best Predators, like, use and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, but and oh, but it needs to just you, you, the best thing we just go. It's gonna be good, you know what I mean? Mm, true. It gives yeah. a fuck if people are getting their spines ripped out. Yeah, it'd be nice to see, <laughs> but yeah. it's not the be all end all of a fucking action movie. Plus, like just like what we're kind of touched on there, like films like struggle to get an eighteen these days in the UK. And anyway, I mean, I'm not so sure about in the US, but 
you know, you're never going to see another Predator or Terminator film that are in 18 unless, like, fucking babies are getting beheaded or something. Yeah, like, I know. You know? <laughs> I, mean, I think like, it's still quite the same in America, but over here, like, anything that's, like, a hard R is usually a 15 still yeah. over here, so. Yeah. So it was just mad to look at, like, some of the older, like, basically, like, blockbuster action movies, mm-hmm. and they've got 18 ratings, and you think, fuck, it's so mad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then they get a Blu-ray of special editions, like, oh, it's a 12. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't like the fact now that Terminator, the original Terminator, is a 15. I'm like, nah, it's an 18. Fuck off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I would start it. Fuck off. Exactly. Uh, but I love Colossus in the film as well. He was awesome. Yeah, yeah, great humor. Like, because he's like, I don't know, he represents like the family friendly, ex- like Marvel, basically. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. He's, he's just dropped straight in from that universe of like Captain America and Avengers and stuff. Mm. And he's, he's like, whoa, you cannot do stuff like that. And, yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, I caught the, the last 10 minutes on Sky the other day and I forgot, I forgot all about that bit where he shoots him in the head at the end and he just throws up. Yeah. <laughs> genius. <laughs> and uh, Gina Carano is always nice to see as well. Mm, yeah, very, definitely. Very nice lady. Yeah. Uh, where tit falls out, hilarious. <laughs> yeah. You're a very pretty lady. <laughs> totally modest about it and stuff. <laughs> um, any more comic book movies? That's the only comic book movies I saw this year. I know you've seen a couple more, so... Um, blah, 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 Suicide Squad, I suppose. Ah, yes, I'm Have seen, you, yeah. you not got around to saying that yet? <sighs> Holy fuck. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I suppose you're just not a glutton for punishment. Like no. <laughs> I'm waiting till it comes on Sky. I'm not <laughs> um, Yeah, I watched the, the Blu-ray the other night as well. Of course, I, I got it on Steelbook Special Edition. <laughs> You know, you've you're, got you're 11 like, years. You're, like, browsing the fucking steelbooks going, what do I hate? What do I hate? <laughs> totally, yes. <laughs> I always look at myself and think, how come I'm ending up with all the fucking films I hate? on steelbook. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's because, like, I just made some mistakes in buying early movies, and now that I've got the steelbook, me, me like, fandism thing, like, I have to get the rest in yeah. steelbook to match. Yeah. It all started with Man of Steel, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, um... But yeah, Suicide Squad, it, it's better than Batman versus Superman, but it's still a fucking mess. And, it, and it's probably more... Well, Batman versus Superman, it, it, it's pretty much all shit, really. I mean, it's frustrating that it could have been better, but with Suicide Squad, there are moments of, of excellence in there. Mm. And I think that kind of makes it worse. Yeah. There's like, basically the film's made up of like about four, ten minutes, bits that are really good mm. and they're all put together with like loads of little shit bits in between basically and that's all that and really just dis- describe the movie uh so it's like even worse than batman versus superman in ways because you're like oh god I mean, like the first 10 minutes you enjoy it and you're like i just want more of that but like a really good pizza with loads of pineapple on <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and you're like fuck's sake man <laughs> loads of muscles or something I like muscles, <laughs> like muscles P- on your pineapple's pizza. my fucking just like it shouldn't be on a fucking pizza. put a fucking <laughs> apple on it then if you're gonna put pineapple on it <laughs> like some the, fucking those, nectarines on it those turtle pizzas <laughs> what were they again like ham and apple or something oh yeah fuck, what were they was that when we were kids yeah yeah it was like ham apple and marshmallows or something. yeah fuck I forgot about them I never got one because I was like fuck that shit I, I like pestered the shit out of my dad once and like fucking 
in the co-op or somewhere. Oh, Dad, I can't. Oh, Dad, oh, yeah. And he was like, all right, man, fuck's sake, I'll get you. <laughs> and then I, like, took one bite out of it and hated it. And your dad's like, like, get to bed! <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, totally binging. But there you go. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for. I forgot all about them. I'm pretty sure they weren't out for long. No. Lots of kids getting ill and stuff. <laughs> totally binging. Apple pizzas, man. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, Suicide Squad. I, I don't know. I mean, it's probably going to open the door to like a Harley Quinn movie of some right. sort. I think they've already pretty much announced that. Yeah, yeah. I don't um, know if it's official, but they're definitely talking about it. I think so. I mean, she was the poster child for the entire movie and, and like thing, wasn't she? Really, like yeah. the PR push. It was just all. Uh, and just you know, it's mega popular. I mean, look how many Harley Quinn cosplayers we saw at that convention. That was Kratos, wasn't it? Yeah, there's at, at least a dozen. Yeah, uh, and probably like <laughs> ten more wouldn't even run in new. So. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Did you see Doctor Strange? No. Well, I, thought you, I thought you did. I thought you wanted to see Yeah, I, I went and we made it as far as the car park. And you went, oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't know. I just, really, though, I, I'm just, I, I think Marvel are, are kind of scraping the barrel a little bit. Uh, I just couldn't be asked, really. Uh, there's just nothing drew, drew me into that movie at all. No. I mean, I'll, for fuck's sake, like, for years, until they announced the film, I thought, oh, for years, I always thought Doctor Strange was a villain. Mm. <laughs> he sounds like a villain, Doctor Strange. Does, yeah. And then the next film was like, oh, that's fucked up, they're doing, like, a, a feature on, like, a villain. Oh, he's a hero. Mm. <laughs> I like, knew nothing about the character. You know, I, I assume it'll probably just be as enjoyable as the rest, really. Oh, I've heard it's good, yeah, I've heard it's really yeah. good. Yeah, well, nah. it'll be out on Blu-ray, like, next week, so. Yeah, you'll, you'll probably buy the Steelbook and hear it, so. <laughs> no, no, I'll have to buy the... I don't, I don't do the Marvel films in Steelbook. <laughs> I do not. No, because, like, I, I didn't start them, so I thought, oh, you fuck. See, that's, like, my reverse OCD. <laughs> because, like, I haven't got, like, the Iron Man or Avengers movies in Steelbook. I think, oh, well, there's no point buying the rest of them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've just got that Captain America that I got for, like, one ninety nine because that's mm. entertainment. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's not knowing what they've got. Yeah, the one that pops up on eBay all the time for like 60 quid. And I was like, that can't be the... Nah, it's not going to be... It might be, so I'll buy it anyway. It's only two quid and it arrived. And I was like, fuck's sake. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's entertainment. <laughs> there are no more. Uh, Music Magpie is the website now. There's still Hello. shops, though. There's still shops. I was going to say, yeah, I was uh, in Oldham the other day and the, there's one there. I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, like I still keep seeing on the Facebook page. They're still opening new shops. Hmm? Yeah, mad. I guess just... The website was maybe a lot, not making money or something. I don't know. <laughs> probably making all the money from us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, look yeah. at these fucking dickheads, man. Ordering like 30 DVDs. <laughs> it was a good time, though. It was it a was good time. awesome. Hearing the fucking... <laughs> the doorbell <laughs> go. Yeah. You open the fucking door, you can't see the postman's face. <laughs> it's a massive stack. I love how they used to package them all individually as well. Yeah. I think eventually, the last probably the last time I ordered, they put two in it in a big envelope, like a big A4 yeah. envelope, and I was like, finally, you've caught on. <laughs> That's probably why it went, like, tits up, just because they, like, spent all the money on packaging. <laughs> probably. Because <laughs> considering how much it is to post a DVD nowadays, yeah. you're paying one ninety nine for the film with no P&P. Mm. They're just chucking money out the window, pretty much. Yeah. So no more comic book movies. Yeah, I don't think there was, really, no. No? Uh, next up, uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yes. Um, John Goodman is amazing in it. Okay, yeah. said first off. Like, Oscar-worthy performance, really. It's really good, yeah. Yeah, if, like, you know, the Oscars wasn't all like, it's not about slaves or people with, like, mental health problems, so we're not going to give it an Oscar. Yeah, they're like, oh, it's a good performance, that, innit? Shame it's a genre movie. 
<laughs> like, it's fucking acting. What the fuck? <laughs> like, the awards are for acting. It's, for it's, 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 not, it's, not, it's not proper acting, though, is it? <laughs> is it? No. Because it's, you know, aliens and shit. And they're like, oh, fuck you, Oscars. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Like yeah. I said, still amazing. Fury Road got anything. Got even acknowledged. Yeah. Never so. mind winning. <laughs> yeah. Someone sold the devil. Uh, the, the salt of the devil for that, like. <laughs> George Miller's got some fucking dirt on someone in the fucking Oscars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, but I'll, I'll say this. I'll do my review quick. Mm. I fucking loved it until mm. the Hollywood bullshit ended. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's it's like however long it is. It's like one hour twenty five minutes of awesomeness, and then like fifteen minutes of kind of dirge. Really. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. You should probably just I don't know, pause it. <laughs> like in the like right there, like at that 30, one hour thirty five point, and just make your own ending. Yeah, it's exactly. Just make fun. your own fucking ending up. Yeah. <laughs> Because, yeah, it is a bit lazy. I mean, I, I liked I, I liked this when she got out and, like, saw the aliens and was like, you got to be kidding. And I thought, I, I could buy that. I thought, because you know, that's, like, a payoff, really. That, like, oh, right, so that there was actually, like, aliens. What the fuck? Yeah, it's a payoff, but it was just, like, I didn't... I thought because of how good the film was. Mm. And, like, you, you keep thinking, well, it's not going to be what you think it is. It's not going to be what they expected to be. And then yeah. it just was, and I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, man. As soon as a spaceship came over the fucking hill, I was like, oh, fuck off. Mm, like, I've just yeah. invested, like, an hour and a half in this. And yeah. they're just going to be like, and eh, same old bollocks at the end. Yeah. Fucking Independence Day it turns into at the end. Yeah, with the big, like, dog thing or whatever the fuck it was chasing and that. I just, yeah, yeah I thought, well, oh, it's kind of a shame. But, but yeah, you can't knock it for its its paranoia and stuff. And mm. But, like, the pro- the film's ending probably should have just been her, like, standing on the car looking over the cornfields and going, oh, you've got to be kidding me. And then the film just ended or something. Mm. Also, just gets out and just dies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Falls on, like, Some a, airborne a thing kills her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stands on a rick. And just slow uh, credits over a corpse. That would be a perfect yeah. <laughs> Stands on a rick. So yeah, that's about it for Ten Cloverfield. Yes, but if you haven't seen it, it's it's fucking certainly worth picking up and watching. Like. <laughs> I mean, if you haven't seen it, we've just ruined the ending for you. But <laughs> well, yeah, true. Uh, but then again, if if you've seen Cloverfield, you kind of know that I don't know that obviously the world is supposedly you know like I expected the end all the way through, I guess. Yeah, well, I thought there's got to be some reason why they've put the name Cloverfield in. I mean, they said it wasn't a sequel, but you've got to expect some sort of monsterific ending. I was, yeah. I just had my fingers crossed, like, I hope it's not. <clears throat> yeah. My next one is uh, Jackson of the Chan's Skip Trace, which oh, I was wondering for ages going, I forgot about that. When's that coming out? Yeah. And then went on Netflix one day and it was branded as a Netflix original. So I guess they sold the rights to Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, I still haven't got around to watching that. I wouldn't bother. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, just yeah. fucking out of now. It's like Jackie's just on like repeat these days. Mm. Like make some big film that goes from country to country. Uh, like you know, like the myth Chinese zodiac. Like yeah. you know how we used to do like Operation Connor Armour Guard. Yeah, he just seems to do them films all the time now for his Hong Kong stuff. Like mm-hmm. that new one, the trailer just come out Kung Fu Yoga. It just looks the same type of thing. Yeah, like oh here and out, here I am in India, here I am in Antarctica. Oh, it's funny and loads of fucking CGI. I say, what's the point watching a Jackie Chan film? It's full of CGI. Yeah, well, I guess it's one of them. And he's he should he, he should have retired probably like years ago. And he's one of them actors well, that. <laughs> thing is, I'd be quite happy to be excited for his films if he just did fucking movies like Shinjuku Incident. Now he's in that age. Yeah, because he can yeah. act his fucking ass off. Yeah, definitely. He didn't, didn't have to fucking kill himself every movie. I'd be quite happy to watch him and like, like I said, I wish he'd just go to fucking back to Hong Kong and make like gritty fucking crime dramas again. Yeah, 
I think he doesn't have to throw himself through plate glass every five minutes. So, not a one to watch, then. <laughs> no, it's like fucking two hours, ten minutes. It feels like four hours. Jesus. Not funny. Like, all the humour is just like, fucking hell. The mm. action's standard. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, there's nothing in there you haven't seen before. The only yeah. weird thing is in it, not weird, I remember hearing about, like, seeing behind-the-scenes clips before I saw it, that you remember Eve from uh, WWE, Eve Torres? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. She's in it. Oh, nice. It's about, it's like the female villain. Yeah. She's not oh. bad, no? Very good. I mean, that's just hot and stuff. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it was just bleh. Mm. I'm not. They're obsessed with, like, since Rush Hour, just like, who can we team Jetty Chan up with? Mm. Johnny Knoxville. And so, oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> Nothing against Johnny Knoxville. It was just like, who else the fuck can the team up with? Did that actually happen? I can't remember. Like this film? They're all right, is he in this yeah. one? I thought this was that was the last one, yeah. all right. And that's him and Johnny Knoxville. Like Johnny, it's basically fucking Midnight Run, but like in China. Like he's a guy who's trying to take back to Hong Kong or something. Mm. He keeps running off from him and stuff and just bollocks. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> just, well, I definitely won't bother that. It's one of those, you know, those films where you're constantly checking how long you've got left. <laughs> it's one of those. Yeah. Uh, next for you, sir. Uh, well, Arrival. It's a bit of a mixed bag movie for me. Yeah, I never saw that either. Uh, it got a shitload of praise. It did, actually, yeah. Shitload. Uh, Amy Adams is quite good in it. Uh, she's like, funnily enough, like actually rightly cast. Uh, I think we mentioned before in Batman vs Superman, but a film that she should never have been cast in. She's like a horrible, horrible Lois Lane. Um, but in this one, she's kind of like... I can't remember. Well, she's a scientist, for want of a better word. I can't remember what her science, her science is in. Um, but the planet's been uh, visited by aliens that have landed all over the planet uh, in, like, mysterious ships, and nobody can communicate with them because the language is that advanced. Mm. Um, and it's quite a slow, ponderous movie. Uh, it has the guy that plays uh, Hawkeye and stuff, uh, Jeremy Renner. Mm. In it. It's not... It's another one of them movies, actually, funnily enough, where it's like kind of like 10 Cloverfield. It shares the same problems. It's kind of interesting and compelling for, like, most of the movie, and then it just goes shit at the end, <laughs> unfortunately. Like, is this a new modern trend with movies? <laughs> yeah, it isn't. Really. <laughs> it certainly, I, I certainly don't think it, it deserves the praise it, it got, to be honest. Mm. Uh, it'll be an interesting movie to rewatch because it, it's one of them films where it just... It all hinges on a big payoff at the end of the film. Yeah, and you're just um, hoping the entire time, like, oh, don't be shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting to watch it again, knowing what the payoff is, and see if like it it, it it's different mm. watching it. Can't really say too much because it's spoilerific, I suppose, and mm. it's probably worth checking out. But yeah, I would probably put it in me probably in me shit category to be honest. Like, if I was thinking about it, yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, but not yeah. not steam and bag of shit. Just like yeah. yeah. I think it's one of them things I said to Stacey after we came out of it, that it probably would have made, like, in a different time, it would have made an awesome Outer Limits episode or something. Yeah, uh, yeah I get you. But because there's no, like, there's no platform for anything like that now, because you've, mm. cause you've only got, like, you know, like, tight, like, story arc-driven TV series now. Yeah, I would love fucking Netflix to bring back, like... Twilight Zone. What was the other one? Outer Limits. And there was one Outer more. Limits. Yeah, yeah. There was one more as well that was really good. Like Tales from the Dark Side or something. That yeah. was fucking awesome yeah. if Netflix brought that back. Yeah, even, but even stuff like like when you had like Star Trek and stuff going, because it was like more of an episodic show, the, the writers could come up with ideas and have like little capsule episodes mm-hmm. where, yeah, it involved the cast of, of like the Enterprise or whatever. 
but it was actually a story written and, and conceived by a writer and it was really cool. But like TV series like that kind of don't exist now because they're all like nah, everything's like a big overarching story, which is yeah. fine. But you know, yeah. Uh, so it is kind of. I, I mean, I loved the idea of story arcs at first, but I think in other ways it's kind of like strangled all the creativity out of TV series. Mm. So yeah, it, it just struck me as that. Like, if if Arrival had happened in the nineties, it would have been an out limits episode, and people would have praised the shit out of it. Yeah. But like a two hour film, really. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's where where it is really. Uh, my next one is another Netflix one, Hush. Um, the it's, it's kind of a slasher movie, like a thriller about a deaf mute woman who's like in a secluded cabin, just got like one neighbour, and she's like stalked and terrorised by this crazy bastard in a mask. Yeah, I was tempted by that one night. It's awesome, yeah. mate. You should give it a watch. Good, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like it's one of those things because she's like you'd, you'd think because it's just one woman alone in the house, it's quiet that mm. it would be like a jump scare fest, but it's not because like how would that work? Yeah, if someone if the, you're supposed to relate to the character who is deaf, you know what I mean. Loud noises aren't going to fucking bother us. Well, I suppose yeah. Does uh, should kick ass or something at the end? Is that kind of that's kind of the gist I got? Not not kick ass, but like well, you know, just turn the tables. Fights back, yeah. Yeah, I can't even. I can't. It was, I was I watched it when it first came out. I think it was earlier in the year, so I can't really remember exactly how it ends. Yeah, I just remember really enjoying it. Yeah, no, we'll have to check that out. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And then next for you, sir. Well, we'll go to Star Trek Beyond. Seems I mentioned. Oh shit, I forgot about that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, did you get around to saying that yet? Mm, not yet, no. It's kind of one of them sort of weird films, really. Like, mediocre, I guess. Better than the last film. Kind of does some alright things. Still has, like, fucking, like, Kirk bombing around on a motorcycle and stuff. What is what is it with films and, like, now having this, like, thing of, like, old tech and stuff? Like, in the 70s and 80s, they were trying to, like, make it all, like, modern as, like, you know, like, as sort of, like, ultra-high-tech as they could mm. uh, with the technology and stuff. But now, we're, like, films are more obsessed with, like, oh, look, he, he drives, like, an old Ford or something. Oh, I guess it's just society in general, though. A lot of <laughs> yeah. people look back more now, don't they? Yeah, the minute, yeah. Because everyone hates their lives. <laughs> They're all like, yeah, oh, it's better back then. <laughs> well, you know, like in the 80s and 90s, it was, all, it was all about flying cars and what the future's going to be like in 1998 and stuff. <laughs> and oh, I love minis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so weird. Uh, but yeah, it's, it, it's all right. Um, it has uh, that guy, the black guy, the British guy in it. I think that's one of the biggest criticisms we've got. Uh, Idris Elba. I fucking have Idris Elba's in it. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But he's, uh, he's he just wears like loads of makeup throughout the entire movie, so you kind of don't even know it's him, really, unless you like. I didn't even know he was it. Yeah, yeah. It's, I think they like downplayed his name on the credits and st- on the posters and stuff mm. as well. Um, but yeah, I just always think it's weird when they get like a massive actor and like cover him in shit loads of makeup. Yeah, I can't really say much about it. I, and I, it's one of the films where I neither hated it nor loved it. <laughs> Basically, yeah, it's like yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Speaking of Idris Elba, though, did you ever get around to watching Luther? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did actually. Enjoy. Um, I can't remember a dick about it, but I definitely did watch it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like uh, four seasons. I can't remember. <laughs> can't remember anything about. Uh, literally, did, does he have like a girl that he looks after for a bit? Yeah, that's what I remember. <laughs> Fuck yeah, God, well, I should probably revisit that again. I remember something about a train station and someone getting shot in that. <laughs> 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 You could be thinking about the bill you watched in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> My friend just, like, wiped everything about yeah, that I remember series. something about cops and that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, God. That's, yeah, you know what, though? 
I think it's because I watched it all in like one week. <laughs> That's what I did as well, yeah. It's the only problem when you watch something like that. It's great, but then it, it I don't know, it just doesn't stick in your mind. The only problem with that show was though, like I watched them all over about two days actually, because there's mm. only like four series, but I think the first series is like four episodes, then three episodes, and then just yeah. two each. And by the end I was just like, fuck, like, I wanted some more, I had to wait till Christmas for the Christmas episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good old BBC where you just fly through the seasons. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Should we take a wee jazzy break? Mm, yeah. yeah. We'll take a break and then we'll get back to a bit more fucking pictures that came out with last year now. Yeah. Okay. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a drink. We asked the man on the street what he thought about the After Movie Diner website and podcast, but sadly he had never heard of either and was on his way to the doctors to have a mole removed. Or it could have been a badger. He wasn't sure. It felt bigger than a mole. Also, he wasn't sure how it got up there in the first place. Anyway, we asked all the famous people, like Michael Ironside, Fred the Hammer Williamson, Ted Raimi, Barbara Crampton, Cynthia Rothrock and so on, that they've interviewed over there on the After Movie Diner website and podcast what they thought about the After Movie Diner website and podcast. But most of them said that if we quoted them, we would be hearing from their comical southern lawyers complete with bow tie, meat gut and brow mopping hand. So instead, we say who cares what anyone thinks of you after Movie Diner website and podcast. You are awesome just the way you are, so don't you go changing. If you want to see for yourself, go to aftermoviediner.com or find the After Movie Diner podcast on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever podcasts are found. The After Movie Diner, doing it their own way since 2011. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get cracking back in our list of films. Mm. Uh, my next one was Green Room. Um, I was a big fan of the director's last film, Blue Ruin, so I was quite looking forward to this. It's uh, high, It's kind of like, I don't know how to describe it, kind of like Salt and Precinct 13, but in a club, like a punk club right, yeah. of neo-Nazis with mm. Patrick Stewart as the leader. Yeah, because I think that is it on streaming now. Something it's just been added to Netflix recently. Yeah, give it a watch, man. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, Yeah. it's one of those films where it's really violent when it needs to be, Mm. and it like uses like really nasty shit, but in in totally the right way. Like it's quick, and you're just like fuck, and then it's Mm. over. Like it's realistic in a way. I hate using the term realistic for films, but it's just the certain moments. There's a bit with a Stanley knife, and a bit where someone gets shot. Where you're just like fuck me. Mm. But then it's over. There's no lingering on it or anything. Mm, it's just yeah. ten, ten to shit. And just great. There's a fucking awesome... Because they're like just a, the band in it. Um, it's Anton Yelchin's the main lead, you know, check off from the new Star yeah. Trek films. And he's yeah. great in it as well. It is like a struggling punk band and they get a gig at somewhere, but they find out it's like a neo-Nazi club and it's dead rough <laughs> and shit. So they just cover dead Kennedy's Nazi punks fuck off. <laughs> nice. And all the punks are like... You fucking cunts. <laughs> fucking hilarious. Um, but yeah, it's well worth a watch, man. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to uh, add that to my next up list, I think. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, what about you, sir? Uh, let's have a look down my list. Uh, we'll mention these together, because uh, I don't want to spend too long on them, but I think uh, Disney had a bit of a, a, a good year uh, with Zootropolis and then the Jungle Book movie that got quite a lot of praise. Did you see that, I think the news was that they're the first company to make three billion in a year or something. Mm. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, obviously with the Marvel stuff we've already talked about and then Star, Star Wars, Wars and yeah. stuff and pretty, pretty crazy year for them. Yep. But yeah, Zootropolis uh, is is a pretty good film. Uh, I don't know if I would recommend it to everyone. It, it is quite a young sort of Disney movie. 
Um, but it's in the same sort of ballpark as like you know all the like Toy Story type movies and stuff like that. Mm. Um, there's a little bit of something for adults and some like edgier jokes and stuff. Yeah, it always is. That's why I always enjoy those films. And obviously, the, like I said, the Jungle Book movie got quite a lot of praise. And although it's not, it's not a film that started the trend of like live action Disney films, I think it's it's the film that's probably going to like it's restart it. Yeah, because yeah, like you, you obviously you got that uh, Beauty and the Beast movie coming out. Mm-hmm. And I'm willing to bet we'll see uh, an Aladdin live action movie get announced at some point. I, I think uh, John Favreau's after Jungle Book, he's doing Lion King next. I think. Yeah, which mm-hmm. I can't really. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine that as a live action movie. There's no human characters in it, is there? No. So yeah, yeah that that might be a bit a bit of a hard sell. We'll see. But at least I think with Aladdin, it would probably like, fit the format way better. I guess. Mm. Over the top CGI for the genie and stuff. And that. Yeah. Um, Those things, though, man. It's like, how the fuck do you replace Ron Williams? Yeah, true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe it hasn't been enough time passed yet. Mm. Uh, and obviously, that uh, I never saw this, but uh, that Finding Dory came out as well mm. in 2016. Still not got around to seeing it. I heard mixed things about it, like it, it didn't really do anything new. This this one surprised you. I still haven't seen Finding Nemo. Have you not? <laughs> <laughs> what you like? Yeah, like I said, unless it's Toy Story, I'm just like, ah, well, I'll say it's something. Mm. Yeah, see, I'm quite a... I, I never really think about it too much, but I'm quite a, a Disney fan, to be mm. honest. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, modern Disney is a bit shaky, like, but old Disney, I love it. Yeah, you can't beat old Disney. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, there you go, that's my, my three. I just want to do them all in one and mention, because I don't know, it's kind of rare that you get like three proper Disney movies coming out in one year. These true, days. true, yeah. It's usually just like one every couple of years spread out. Yeah. You're right though, you can bet like the next one to be announced after Lion King will probably be Aladdin. Yeah. 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 Unless they, they go totally left field or something and do something else. Fantasia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A film that no one wants or something, yeah. <laughs> Um, but I suppose they could do any of them, couldn't they? Really, like I mean, because I think haven't they already? They've done well. They've dabbled in like the world of Cinderella and stuff, and mm. all the rest. I think they should do a really fucked up dark version of Snow White. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, like dwarves poisoning her and trying to kill her and stuff. Directed by David Lynch because he loves his dwarves. <laughs> all the dwarves talk backwards and shit. It'd be amazing. <laughs> hey, you never know. That'd be great. <laughs> Still wish he directed Return of the Jedi. It would have been mental. Yeah, that was. <laughs> you ever see that trailer someone made of uh, If Return of the Jedi was directed by David Lynch? No. <laughs> Fucking awesome. Just <laughs> give it a watch. It's just all nightmarish and shit. It's great. Uh, my next one's High Rise. Um, I'm a big fan of Ben Wheatley, and the only film of his I didn't really like. Well, didn't, I, not that I didn't like, I just kind of didn't get it. Was The Field in England, his last one? It yeah. was like it came out like cinema DVD and it was on film four on the same night, which was fucking crazy. Yeah, uh, it's based on a book that I think's had a bunch of adaptions attempted like since the seventies. I think mm. it's a strange story. It's kind of like it's set in the seventies, but one of those films that like I think they were going to set it like now, but in the future. But it's sort of like still set in the seventies, but you know how like RoboCop's the future, but it's the eighties. Yeah, that's kind yeah, of why like they don't really try to future it up. Really, yeah, that's kind of what it feels like. Like it's the seventies, but a slightly futuristic seventies. Yeah, about like a luxury high rise building, and then eventually, like it's so accommodating that no one really leaves, and then it like, becomes like you know everyone goes fucking mental and starts killing each other and separating mm. into tribes and stuff like that. Like you know. Like sticking the sticking their own floor and all this stuff, and it gets all mental yeah. and stuff. And uh, Tom Hiddleston's the main character, and it actually made me a big fan of Tom Hiddleston. He's awesome in it. Yeah, well, he, he is like quite a sort of 
the way he holds himself, he's like yeah. kind of a classical actor, like yeah, he's, Shakespeare he's or something. Great, yeah. And I've never disliked him. It's just the whole fangirl thing got me tits after a while. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it's not my favourite of his. I still like Kill List the best, but it's still a good film. It looks amazing. Like, the way it yeah. shot's fucking crazy. And uh, your hero's in it as well, Jeremy Irons. <laughs> nice. Is he it's, chew with the scenery? Yeah, no, really. That's what kind of, because he's got like a, he's got a specific way of speaking, like as if he's got dodgy false teeth with like a list. Yeah. He's one of them actors, like, I don't, I don't knock his ability or anything. I think he's a great actor. You just, you just, you're aware of how much he can chew. <laughs> yeah, like when he, when he wants to and he's just having fun with the role, let's, let's phrase it as, uh, he just hams the shit out of it, basically. I think Dungeons and Dragons ruined your entire perception of Jeremy Irons. <laughs> That and uh, the other one, Time Machine, as well. He, he was in them, like, really close together. Was uh, he a remake of Time Machine, was he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was, yeah. Isn't he? I'm doubting myself now. Yeah, he played, isn't he all, like, painted up and white or something? I can't uh, remember. Time Machine. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, he is. He plays, like, the bad guy. Yeah, he's, right. He looks like something out of Hellboy or something, basically. <laughs> but again, and that, he's all, like, and stuff and you're like oh Jesus chill out will you <laughs> yeah, it's, an, it's funny though with that, that film that you uh, High Rise mm. uh, what it's called uh, and yet another film that like focuses on obviously an apartment block mm. what's going on what, what are all these films happening about apartment blocks like with Dread and stuff and yeah. uh, uh, that other film that I can never remember the name of The Raid the red, yeah, the red, yeah. It just—I don't know—it's weird how like these concepts stick for mm. a period of time. Yeah, with certain films. <laughs> uh, you got another one, sir? Well, I was going to just do another thing there because I don't, by any means, want to talk about them really. But I think they're probably still worth mentioning. Big summer blockbuster movies that came out this year: uh, the Warcraft movie. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Did you ever see, see that? No, nah, did you ever see it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I sat through it. <laughs> suffered through it. You endured it. <laughs> Fuck me. Um, the first, like, 20 minutes. I mean, as a, as a World of Warcraft player and, like, ardent fan of it and stuff, even I was struggling, like, the way it just spoon-feeds you for the first 10 minutes. Mm. Like, it kind of tries to catch up with the world. And it's weird. Why not just throw you into it and let you discover it? it? Just straight away, it's like, this is this, and that's that kingdom, and this is called here, and that's the king of such and such. You're like, yeah. fuck me. I imagine most people, like, literally just turned the brains off yeah. in the first 10 minutes. Um, kind of poor CGI, not very interesting story going on. Uh, yet another film that highlights don't fucking try to make a video game into a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Unless you're fucking Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> Didn't bother. <laughs> Mario Brothers set the bar too high. That and Street Fighter. <laughs> and we're being kind of soggy, but, you know, we do genuinely like this one. <laughs> we do. Um, but another blockbuster movie that came out this year, that fuck shit, uh, Ghostbusters. I <laughs> <laughs> you brought your granddad voice over. <laughs> fuck shit, man. Bunch of women catching ghosts. What's fuck shit. That's fucking blokes walk, man. What are you talking about? Be more believable if they had Hoover as a summit light, I suppose. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, what a fascinating film, firstly, just for all the controversy. That was ridiculous. Wasn't that it brought, I mean, fuck me. Just like, all like sexism and stuff. And, and I'm not a sexist. And, like, at first, man, like when, you know, everyone was just like, like from where I was looking, it wasn't necessarily er women. It was more just like, oh, like we always say, oh, for fuck's sake, come on, be more original than that. Yeah. And then people were going, oh, everyone who doesn't like it is a sexist. And I was like, hold on a second, not really. No, I'm not. And then I saw all the sexist shit online. I was like, all oh, right, that's what they're talking about. Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the only sort of ironic thing about it is 
yeah, they, they changed them all to women, but then they weren't sort of like ballsy enough to change the black person to like a scientist or something like yeah, that. Yeah, away from still, the stereotype. Yeah, yeah, they still kept her as like the down to earth character and stuff. So in, in many ways, they weren't even that fucking creative anyway. Yeah. Like a wasted opportunity to change the characters up. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, pretty shitty. Uh, I was tempted to buy it on Steelbook. <laughs> God, what's the matter with you? It was in the Zavi sale, and I was like, oh, should I? Oh, God, it's only like 12, 12 pounds. Only 12 uh, quid. <laughs> but I eventually decided not to. Good. Fucking so. hell. If you fucking did that, I'd like fucking get you some counselling or something. <laughs> I just love punishing myself for shite films. Um, but then the, the other uh, two shite films I just want to quickly knock out here were uh, Indian. Independence Day, which happened this year. What the fuck was that called again? Resurrection or something? Re- re- resurgence. <laughs> They've run out of hard words to use, huh? <laughs> what is it with all words? It's so weird. Resurrection and fucking all that. Uh, knobs. Um, but yeah, what can you say? The film nobody wanted and nobody appreciated once it was out. Uh, what a forgettable wank. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> just came and went, didn't it? It's not <laughs> so so like to me, anyway. What a waste of fucking money. Tell you what, you know, you've got people starving in the world and they're pissing yeah. away like 100 million on that shade. And uh, in the same sort of vein, X-Men Apocalypse as well. I never saw that. Bit, bit of a bad year for films, really, in some respects. Mm. Uh, like the big budget sort of affairs. Um, yeah... I enjoyed X Men Apocalypse in ways, but it just everyone's sick now. I think I can speak for fucking everyone in the movie world. Everyone's sick of seeing whole cities getting destroyed, right? Yeah, yeah. and stuff. What <laughs> a film is Apocalypse. You know, you know yeah. what you're gonna get, don't you? Just fucking like mindless buildings crashing and flying, and people having fights amongst the flying skyscraper jumping from like piece of rubble to the next and he's like uh, i don't care <laughs> it's kind of like that sort of action where you you just can't relate to it in any way yeah a very good year for some blockbusters but kind of a really shit year as well <laughs> i think everyone's just waiting you know it's gonna happen eventually where fox are like right that's it you can have it back now marvel and marvel just go cheers and just reboot x-men <laughs> Day one, yeah, definitely. I think it's going to happen, especially with the old man Logan story. Yeah, that's. I assume it's going to like close the door on uh, on fucking. Why can I never remember this guy's name? Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Jackman. Yeah, Hugh Jackman playing Wolverine. Like this has got to be the last film he plays uh, Wolverine. That's, I, I think he's, he's saying that. I think he's saying this is yeah. one song, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah. So, you know, there you go, Prime, because you know that has always been the big barrier for me, like. Yeah, but if they reboot X-Men, who the fuck's going to play Wolverine, apart from Hugh Jackman? But, you know, Hugh Jackman's old enough now that you can go, well, you know, who wants to see Hugh Jackman running around as Wolverine now, right? Mm. Like, you know, know, not being disrespectful to him or anything, but... He's getting older, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I think probably, probably in the next five years, we'll probably see, like, another reboot of the X-Men. Fox will probably just like, no, just reboot it themselves next year. <laughs> yeah. Fuckers. Yeah, reboot it based like half on a TV series, but they change the actors and also doesn't have Wolverine in it. They'll do some weird like, they're giving the fans what they want, but also like spitting in the face. <laughs> yeah, and they'll cast Shia Which... for some of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's because it's so weird. Fox have so like mishandled the franchises that they've had for the past like 10 years or something. <sighs> Fucking weirdos. 
Which is weird, man, because when X-Men came out, the first one was, you fucking hell! Mm, <laughs> they've yeah. done an X-Men movie. Yeah, definitely. And you look back at that film now, because even at the time it was quite low budget, because they weren't quite sure about it, and it looks really quaint now, that film. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Fucking Avengers yeah. and all that, yeah. But I think probably what, genuinely what the problem with like Fox and stuff, like that movie making machine over there is that they've probably got people in it that are all like, mm, I want the final act to have a giant robot spider in it and stuff <laughs> and shit like that. That's probably the problem there, you know. They're like people who are just fucking unmovable on their ideas. Yeah. And so the films just happen like, you know, like with the whole, um, like Deadpool being in Wolverine and stuff. Mm. But he was in like, he was in it, but he didn't have a mouth and stuff. Yeah, and like, oh, yeah, you know, and all that sort of shit. And you think, yeah, it's weird, you know. It'd be like, oh, let's make a Superman movie, but he can't fly and he doesn't have a cape, you know, which kind of all, all, almost happened. <laughs> and and that's kind of what we got in Wolverine. We got like, oh, let's have Deadpool, but so what's what's Deadpool famous for? Oh, he makes like loads of jokes and quips and stuff. Nah, he hasn't got a mouth. And he does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so fucking genius. <laughs> it's like let's take away his biggest fucking positive. <laughs> yeah, so it's like fucking weird. I, and yeah, I reckon like. With Marvel and that, they surrounded themselves with people who want to make films for the fans and that. But with like Fox, they've got like people who are like, oh, I, I've I've been in this business for twenty years and I know what sells. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like can't see past the end of the nose. I love the fucking stories of fucking execs with the shitty ideas. Just, like <laughs> yeah. they're just like, oh god, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they just have to go with it. It's grim. <laughs> uh, my next one. Uh, Shane Black's uh, The Nice Guys starring Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling proven once again that when it comes to buddy movies he's still fucking awesome Shane Black yeah I've not seen that yet either and great Mm, very very good very good good. I've checked out because I kind of you know I kind of like Russell Crowe and it's just like, I don't know, he's one of them actors, isn't he? You, you fucking love and love or hate him, depending on what kind of film he's in. In the right film, he's yeah. great. And he's fucking awesome in this. He's like a fucking yeah. grizzled, like, not a private eye, he's just a guy who gets hired to go around and fuck people up. Yeah. And Ryan Gosling's like the sort of uh, borderline alcoholic um, private eye. I mean, yeah. the, way that, the easiest way to describe it, like in a fucking Empire quote, would be like, it's like Last Boy Scout mixed with the Big Lebowski. Nice. <laughs> that's that's the then that's kind of fair, but not really. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. A buddy cop movie set in the seventies, just with some yeah. great Shane Black humor. There's one bit in particular that I fucking pissed myself out, like proper guffaw and really quick moment made us piss myself. I would uh, definitely okay. get it as soon as possible, man. It's well funny. Yeah. Ah, well, I'll check that one out. Yeah, because I do like me buddy cop movies. Like and when it's Shane Black, I mean, you can't get any better than that. Yeah, just knows how to write them perfectly. You know, like, I'll always have a fun place. Like, all three of them, like, Rochera and stuff and that. I don't know. Oh, the, the, format, yeah. the format just works, doesn't it, basically? Mm. Like, 48 hours. Uh, you know, there's just you could list them all day. Like, really cool buddy, buddy cop movies. What's your next one, then, sir? Hunt for the Wilder People. Mm. Yeah, I'll have to say that, because I do, I do like that um, director stuff. He did look a few episodes of Flight of the Concords, and that, um, his last film, that What We Do in the Shadows, is fucking awesome, so we'll have to go yeah. and watch it. Definitely, it, it's it's like quite a warm film as well. Mm. So it's not really a film that's going to leave you exhausted at the end or anything. You know, like like emotionally worn out or depressed or anything. Mm. It's got humour in it and stuff, but it is like just a nice sort of story, really. Uh, Sam Neill's really awesome in it. Uh, in the little need a bit of Sam Neill. Oh yes, uh, classic nineties guy. Bless him, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> he is a bit. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just whenever I see him, I think ah, the nineties. I think it's just because of Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> biggest film of the night. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, the kid's really funny in it and stuff, uh, and it just has a lot of charm. Yeah, yeah. it's very, very, very good. He's uh, doing um, the director's doing the next Thor as well. Yeah, of course, Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah that should be quite interesting. It's got the Hulk in it, hasn't it? Apparently, that's that's a mm-hmm. rumor. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, I don't want to talk too much about it, but you know, you've probably seen the basic premise that like uh, a young kid who's in foster care uh, ends up running away. Uh, and he wants to escape, and Sam Neill's character ends up like accompanying him whilst he runs away. Mm. And through comedy of errors, people kind of think that he's kidnapped the kid. Oh. And so they're like they're genuinely on the run because they want to get away from people. But then it ends up they're genuinely on the run because the police think he's like a paedophile oh, and they're trying to catch him and stuff. <laughs> uh, and it, it kind of it gets a bit slapsticky at points. Uh, mm. And there's just like semi tear jerking moments, and then it just ends and kind of all round has a happy ha- happy feel for it. The film's really good. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, can't recommend it enough. His yeah. first, I think it's his first film, Eagle versus Sharks, fucking awesome as well. You just check that out if you haven't seen it. Yeah, it was yeah. like thrown around at the time as like New Zealand's answer to Napoleon Dynamite and stuff, and it kind of is, but not really. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I always love those. I mean, I know I've talked about this loads before, but yeah, I I always love those comparison quotes. And yeah, stuff. yeah, you know, like the classic um, fucking thingy with chopsticks. <laughs> was, was it the Godfather with chopsticks? Yeah, <laughs> I always love that. Like how I I like mistook that quote yeah. quote anyway. Yeah. No, um, I think it is the way we thought it was. Fucking well, yeah. Lazy. I don't. I honestly don't think they're referring to the chopsticks. <laughs> Do you not think? No. <laughs> Because I was shitty, lazy journalism of like, <laughs> what is this fucking Chinese or something? Because <laughs> yeah, I was always like really racially offended I, by no, that. I, I still think that's what they were going <laughs> like, for. You're right. Yeah. Totally on the nose. If, if, if they were just going to be genuine, they would be the Yakuza equivalent to the Godfather. That's what they would yeah, say. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> Surprised we're like it's fucking Scarface with kung fu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the amount of times like Hollywood like does that, where they're like, you know, it's Ghostbusters meets the Terminator. Or something. I mean, like, I, I get why they do it because it's an easy way to catch people's attention and go, oh, I might like that. Mm. Like I'd do it, but just because it's fucking. If we're doing a show like this and we're doing capture reviews, it's an easy way to get your point across. But you know, yeah, and it looks good in the poster. Yeah, well, that's it. And they'll go, oh fuck, I like the Titanic. Exactly, I can say that. Yeah, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my next one actually is also quite a nice, sweet film. Nice uh, film with a lot of heart. A bit Jamie. like the film you just said. It's called The Fundamentals of Care, and it's another Netflix movie starring uh, my hero Paul Rudd. I love mm. a bit of Paul Rudd. Uh, it's kind of a road movie. He's like a recently divorced guy, suffered like a traumatic event that unfolds throughout the film. He decides to have a new career as a carer, and he takes care of um, a guy with muscular dystrophy. Well, a kid uh, played by Craig Roberts. Who was any seen that film that came out a couple of years ago called Submarine? That's the main mm. thing I know him from. Yeah. That's well worth watching as well. Is uh, it? Yeah. yeah. So the go there, he, he's trying to, he's a right little shit, the kid, basically. So then he's like trying to get him out. He never leaves the house because of his uh, condition. So he goes, right, tell you what we do, we'll go and see these landmarks you keep wanting to see. And then it turns into a big road movie of self discovery and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Very good, very good film. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm warming to, uh, I am warming to Paul Rudd. He's fucking awesome, man. Yeah. Warm to him. <laughs> He's had a good few years though with fucking Ant Man and stuff. He and has, Civil yeah. War and yeah. I think after watching that, I just hunted every Paul Rudd movie I hadn't seen on Netflix. I was like, I'm gonna have a fucking Rudd session. <laughs> <laughs> oh bless. Well, you should. Did he ever check out? Uh, he, he is in this, right? Um, 
Parks and Recreation because he's no, in that. He no. plays like the the villain of a series. Mm. I'll just say, uh, he's really good in that as well. I always forget. Like I watched an episode recently. I was like, oh yeah, of course he's in this. Classic, yeah. can't be when you're watching something, Paul Rudd turns up like mint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least I am, anyway. <laughs> no, he's good. Yeah, like I said, I am warming to him. Like at first, I was like, eh, I've not really got an opinion, but yeah. And the more I think about Ant Man, I did like Ant Man. I don't know. I, really I don't know like where it was. Yeah. I think I was just like, I am indifferent about Ant Man. Mm. <laughs> Maybe I was just in an indifferent mood that day. Maybe it happens all the time. <laughs> How many films I've watched once and then went, that was good, and watched again was like. I didn't like that. Then watch it again with good admit. Now but in typical Paul Rudd fashion, I mean, even though it's quite it's a funny film, it's got mm. some like humour in it, but it's not like a it's not like fucking I love you man or fucking um stepbrothers or anything. Not stepbrothers, role models. It's not like that yeah. type of comedy, but there's still like classic bit where Paul Rudd just does typical Paul Rudd stuff where like, cause the kid's English. Yeah. And he's like buys him a slim gym. He said, you ever had one of these before? They're amazing. You probably wouldn't have had one with, I don't think they have them in England, do they? Have a bite of the Slim Jim. Or what would you call it in England? Bite of the James! <laughs> just like a <laughs> stupid voice for like 10 minutes. Yeah, definitely check it out. It's on Netflix. It's awesome. Uh, that's all my list. So if you have any more, go for it, sir. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll mention it, but obviously you've not seen it yet. So uh, the Rogue One. Uh, I've seen like <laughs> some clips, fucking tricky cuts put on YouTube and stuff. Have you? Yeah. yeah. I've seen the vein a bit. Have you? <laughs> yeah, right. I wasn't. I, was, I, was, I just saw it. I was like, ah, oh, just watch it. I'm not Well, you, you knew it was going to happen, right? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, the whole lightsaber bit and stuff. It comes at the end of the film, like, really. It does fit quite well, actually. It did look awesome oh, yeah. the way, like, that leads directly into episode four. I like mm. it. And I don't know that the film did, like, really claustrophobically, like. For a minute, you kind of think they're not going to get the plans away. <laughs> yeah, even though you know for a fact that Yeah, so it's, you're kind of like, fuck. I don't know, he just goes, like, savage on them. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like what you wanted to see uh, when, like, in Revenge of the Sith, yeah. you know, like, when Anakin turned to the dark side. You kind of wanted to see him be brutal, but because, like, it was all family-friendly and they couldn't really do it, it was all intimated at, you know, like, obviously... The, the bit when he kills the younglings is like intimated that and I was waiting I was like is he going to say kids or is he going to say younglings younglings <laughs> kill the younglings uh, so yeah it's kind of like you never really get to see full vicious like Anakin on the dark side and stuff no. uh, and yeah and this you, you just do he, he murders like a corridor full of 20 people who can't get <laughs> away from it in half yeah it's like Jesus yeah. of course you know there's yeah. some people online going uh, no this doesn't match Vader's style in episode four, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah. And like, did, did you see all the weird backlash about, he, he does like a bit of a smarky comment at some point? Mm-hmm. Uh, did he say anything about that? No, I don't think so. It's it's not a spoiler or anything in, in any in any way, but there's a bit when he says like, uh, after force choking someone, he's like, oh, be careful that you don't choke on your own aspirations or something. Mm. Uh, and it's had like, this weird backlash, like, uh, Vader wouldn't do a one-liner, it's stupid and stuff. <laughs> I'm like, that's so weird, that backlash. Like, Vader's fucking full of, like, quips Fucking the best bit in fucking Empire's apology accepted. Yeah, exactly. That's, like, that's, that's totally a fucking one-liner. Yeah, so it was a weird backlash. Like, yeah, watch out for it in the film. I mean, I think, I don't know, maybe the delivery of it or something stands out, but th- the fact that he said it, it's totally not out of character. It's just, like. it's just the fucking internet, man. There's yeah. fucking articles coming up now going, 
reasons why Force Awakens is actually a giant piece of shit and Attack of the Clones is better. I mean, that's an exaggeration. But I, definitely <laughs> yeah, saw, but... I saw like a 45-minute video on YouTube that was like, why Force Awakens is a piece of shit. And I was like, yeah. fuck off, man, will you? That's that's the weirdest thing about Rogue One, actually. It, it's created this weird thing for, like, people are like, oh, yeah, you know, it's the Star Wars <laughs> film that I wanted in Force Awakens. Like, and they're like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, fuck just turn into you on Force Awakens. <laughs> yeah, like, what are people like, man? Christ. If anything, yeah, Rogue One's good, but it's technically not really a proper Star Wars film. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't have any like wonderment or like adventure in it. Mm. And that's like Star Wars, right? Adventure, yeah. space adventure and stuff. Um you know, they're stuck to the guns, it's truly is like a war film almost, Rogue yeah. One. Um so when people are saying it's a Star Wars film I wanted, it's like well, no, no, it's not actually. Not for me, it's not. Uh, it's just a very good film. And obviously you know about the ending, right? Mm-hmm. The, the whole, uh, like, guest appearance at the end and stuff. Yeah, 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 I've seen that yeah. as well. Um, I tell you what, they got away with that by the skin of the teeth, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> Christ, if that film had come out, like, two months later, mm. it would, I imagine the backlash. Like, yeah. after yeah. Carrie Fisher's death, obviously. And stuff. Well, I don't know, because, you know, she was just, like, 30 fucking odd years younger, but there was not much else they could do. I don't know. I just think... Because, uh, do, do you know, and spoilers for anyone listening, skip past this bit. Spoilers. Uh, you, another character that's in the movie. Target. Yes. Yeah. Um, that kind of got a bit of weird backlash as well. That like, oh, you know, is it wrong to CGI dead actors and stuff? To be honest, I know like the version that's on YouTube is some sneaky fucker, but I actually thought Target looked pretty fucking weirdly, like, realistic. Yeah. It's quite I, scary. I imagine it probably would. It, on the big screen, not so much, I'm afraid. I imagine, yeah. Yeah, yeah I kind of, like, laughed straight away. Because you first <laughs> see him and it's like, oh, cool. It's like, the the doom in shadow, basically. Mm. And, and the doom, there's a, a camera shot of him in shadow. There's a camera shot of, like, the reflection of him against the glass. Yeah, yeah. And then he just full-on just turns around the camera and I was like... <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I think it was on uh, Cinema Snob's review. Well, like, hit, like not Cinema Snob, the character, but when he was saying, he, saw, he was like, I thought I was hoping, like, don't turn around, don't turn yeah. around. Yeah, and there he does. I was like, <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it'll look better on the small screen. Maybe it'll Maybe. touch it up or something. But it did get a bit of backlash him being in the movie. And I just think a recently deceased Carrie Fisher it probably would have, I don't know. Yeah, I suppose the, like, people might have saw it in bad taste, like, come on, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like the whole. I mean, I don't think even like cin- like movie production. Uh, the word escapes me. Movie makers will say, mm. um, they probably wouldn't have even let it reach the cinema in the state it was in. Like, you know, the whole nine eleven shit and stuff. Yeah. You know, they, they never give the opportunity to see if people would be offended by the content. True. Yeah. They just straight away jumped on and went, "Oh, anything with a skyscraper on a plane has to be cut out now." Yeah. So I think, like, if the film was due to come out in, like, January or February, the pro- Disney probably would have been like, oh, fuck, let's rewrite the ending. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, you never know. Yeah, you've got a yeah. point. But, yeah, like, that's that's my last film anyway. So what is your film slash films of the year? Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> yes! <laughs> no, like I said before, pro- probably, like, Captain America Civil War mm. for tying the action and the humour and stuff together for me. Mm. Uh, I really, really enjoyed that. Uh, Hunt for the Wilder People, if you want a more serious, uh, good, well-written story. Yeah. And uh, and Rogue One, because I'm a Star Wars fan, and it's better than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> 
wouldn't be saying that if this was fucking whatever year and it was Attack the Clones. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll always stand by that. I never said Attack the Clones was a really good film. Yeah. <laughs> I straight away coming out of the cinema, I was like... Mm. I think at best, I was like, I was, all right, I was pretty good. Yeah. Just on initial viewing of, like, you know, soaking it all in. And then, like I said, the second time I watched it, it was one of those, how long has this been? 40 minutes! <laughs> <laughs> I think my first inkling of that movie was when I bought the soundtrack before I went to see the film. Mm. And I put the soundtrack on, it was all... Beow, and guitars and stuff. You always fucking hated that, didn't you? Yeah, and I was like, eh, why are the guitars in Star Wars? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> what, about, what about you? I've got three as well. It'd be a tie between Green Room, uh, The Nice Guys, and that Fundamentals of Karen. Mm, three good. totally different films. So there you go, take your pick. Or to push, it would probably be that Fundamentals of Karen. I really like that film. Good well, we'll have to check that out, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Just puts you in a good mood. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think there's not enough films like that, is there, really? No. Sounds, you know, like, I think that's why, like, the, the, the like, late 80s, early 90s was such a good time period for, like, family-friendly movies. Yeah, there's not really enough of them now, is there? Now a family-friendly yeah. movie is, like, Avengers movie. So. Yeah, yeah. Which still has, like, some kind of serious content in it and stuff. Mm. There's no just like light-hearted light films where I end and you go, I don't know, I just, there's a lot of films nowadays I watch and I enjoy, but I always have a slight feeling of dread because I'm thinking, is is the main character going to die at the end though or something? Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's just been a, a like a 10-year stretch of like anti-climax and, and stuff. And... Mm. <laughs> uh, should we look forward? Yes. 2017, what's coming up? Uh, Trainspotting 2. Mm, still haven't seen Transporting One. So. You've never seen Transporting. <laughs> you got to meet with fucking Aladdin. You've never seen Transporting. <laughs> no. Hell. Oh, Have a word, will you? Have a fuck. It word. just oh, looks too fucking British. Oh. It's a fucking good movie, man. <laughs> I've just never gotten around to it. <laughs> if ever you're in the mood for, I want to see Scottish people off the nut on smack. Give it a watch. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll have to. I will have to. This will be the year when I see Transporting. Transport to me is like the fucking film that just defines I'm British for a lot of people defines yeah. the 90s in Britain. Yeah. It was just during that whole like Brit pop oasis Blair period and then Transport came out. It became like the film of that time. Yeah. It's still like I haven't seen it for a long time but it's a fucking good movie. Yeah, it was massive at the time. Like, oh, it was fucking everywhere. Yeah, it's huge. Like if you were a student you had to buy the Transport poster. Yeah, and have it in your dorm. Yeah, next <laughs> yeah. to your fucking Che Guevara poster or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. Um, along with his Scarface poster oh yeah <laughs> uh, so yeah it's weird that the fucking marking it was not not so much anymore but at first it was like T2 Transport and I was like you can't do that that's Terminator you can't mm, yeah sorry that's that's trademarked <laughs> surely yeah surely yeah. of course Star Wars Episode 8 at the end of the year of course we're looking forward to that uh, looking forward also curious what they're going to do again with uh, Carrie Fisher and stuff uh, I know she'd finished shooting obviously but mm-hmm. well, you know like they're going to have to address that she's not going to be in the next film right well that's what I mean it's like we don't even know if a character gets killed off in the next one yeah yeah and if not then what the fuck the, I mean if not there might be yeah mm. I don't know God knows yeah it's going to be fascinating though uh, more sci-fi Alien Covenant Ugh. <laughs> I know that, tra- um, that trailer just did nothing for me. I was just like, <laughs> "What the? F- it looks like a remake of Aliens." <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. I mean, credit to them for at least going. All oh, right, we're an Aliens film, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, 
you know, like, rather than all the mixed up weird fucking hidden messages shit that went on last time. Mm. I, said, I said this to you on Facebook Messenger the other day, but, like, you think about it, like, Aliens hasn't been good since the fucking 80s, man. I'm sorry. You said, but, you said it died in 1986. Yeah, like, it's just one of them franchises that has ridden off such a good start with Alien and Aliens. But for most of my, like, certainly me, all of my adult life, the Aliens franchise has been shit. Like, each and every time. So why should yeah. I get hyped? I don't know. I think I'm just going to... I'll go see it, and I will I will allow that film to surprise me, but I'm not going to get hyped this time about that shit. Like. Well, you've been a bit unfair in Alien 3. It's not that bad. Oh, you know, it's it's, just, not as, it's obviously not as good as Alien Aliens, but it's a flawed... Yeah, It's well, a good it. film that's flawed. Yeah, I mean, there's a part of us loves it, like, nostalgia and stuff, because, you yeah, know, yeah. the next Aliens, I was old enough to appreciate the new Aliens film coming out and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, on, on, on subsequent watching and stuff, it's just too much of a mess for me. And I don't, the, some of the effects are all god-awful and stuff. I, I mean, I love it because all the British acting and stuff going on. Oh, I know, taken out. Uh, and the, the, the feel of the grittiness and stuff, but... Mm. Oh, Dev Fincher can fuck right off. <laughs> I don't think it was all his fucking fault. No, I guess. You look at the making of, he's like fucking, his hair's falling out and he's fucking losing weight and shit. He was under that much stress. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't it like his basically his first film, like it Hollywood was, yeah, film? His first yeah. film, yeah. <laughs> I think he'd only done music videos and commercials before that. Good he old. Chucked in at the fucking yeah. deep end. Good old Hollywood. They're like, oh, let's, let's make the next film in the franchise. But we basically want to make our own film, so let's just get some either young or foreign director and we'll just tell them. Out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Grim. Remind me of memory now that's always attached to Alien 3 is I had the poster from Video World mm. in my room with, you know, the classic Ripley yeah. and the yeah. alien head. Yeah. And I always remember Jamie coming over as a kid and, like, walking in my room and going, ah, just running out. <laughs> <laughs> just afraid of the alien. He was terrified of it, yeah. <laughs> Um, there's a new Friday the 13th apparently out next year. I still don't know. No, I don't think anyone really knows exactly what it's going to be. A reboot, a sequel, a fucking... Fa- I don't think it is going to be that found footage idea because that's stupid. Yeah, it's weird because, like, thinking about the Friday the 13th movies today, um, I, it's probably ready for a new Friday the 13th movie. And, and I know one happened in 2009, didn't it, right? But Yeah, but it's ridiculous they never sequelized that. It made money. Yeah. I just think, like... If they're going to do it right, they should just... Firstly, no fucking origin story. No! Just start the film with them pretty much just like what the others start like. Mm-hmm. People just travelling to the, the place and then, like, he starts killing them. And that's, kind that's of how it, really. That's kind of how they did the remake. There was no origin. Is it? No, yeah. Because the oh. remake's like a, a collage of, like, part one to four. Right. So if you know the series one, well, if you'd be like, oh, yeah, I recognise this bit. This is like a nod to part four, it's a nod to part two. And like it just yeah. starts and he's Jason. Yeah, Whereas I'll it, to watch it like. And in the credits, it's like the first film of Mrs. Voorhees, mm. like interspersed into the credits. Oh, yeah, you remember you saying, yeah. yeah and it's um, Nana Visitor from Star Trek as Mrs. Voorhees. Mm. Well, which is kind of like clever casting, really. You can kind of say it, really. Yeah. 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 It's the shame. Like, I think that was supposed to be an entire scene, but it got trimmed down and just became like a credit scene. Mm. So it's like all together about a minute in the film. So yeah. It's a bit of a shame. Uh, next one, uh, Free Fire, which is Ben Wheatley's next one, which seems it's got uh, Charlotte, Charlotte Copeland in it. It's, it seems like from the description, it's like, I don't know, one big action scene. It's like two gangs meet in a warehouse, something goes wrong, and they just end up having a big gunfight. So I'm interested to see how that turns out. Yeah. Because the cool thing about Ben Wheatley, like his first film's a dead low budget, down to earth gangster film. 
Mm. Like all set in a family's house. It's like a family drama, but they're all gangsters. And you got Kill List, which is like a, a hitman horror film. Feel like they're all totally different. And now he's kind of seems to be tackling action movies. So mm. it's got good reviews from all the festival screens it's had. So we'll see what that's like. Mm, really? uh, John Wick 2. John Wick 2. Be interesting to see what they do with that because mm. it's kind of like, I hope. I just hope it doesn't turn into uh, The Taken. Yeah. In a way, because you know, like Taken was like, oh, that's, yeah, that's that works, it's cool, yeah. but then you know they kept doing it, and it was like, all right, stop now, please, please and stop. Was, eventually, it was taking the piss. <laughs> yeah, it literally was. Uh, yeah, I just I, I hope that doesn't happen to John Wick. Basically. Yeah, he gets another dog and he gets killed or something. <laughs> yeah. he gets a cat this time. Yeah. It's every film; it's a different animal. <laughs> they steal his new car, and that is yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, John Wick one was good. So it forward. was fun. Yeah, it was a nice surprise, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah revenge film basically. Can't beat them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. What is it? Chapter two or part two? Uh, volume two. Volume two. Volume <laughs> totally two. Wrong. <laughs> You're close. You're in the ballpark. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the trailer's fucking hilarious. I can't yeah. wait. Yeah, yeah, it'll yeah. be fun. Good old yeah. Batista stealing the fucking movie again. Probably. I'm a massive Chris Pratt. Fan, so can't wait. Yeah, I can't love him. He'd say, yeah, he's your Paul Rudd, isn't he? <laughs> he is, definitely. <laughs> uh, Spider-Man Homecoming uh, with Michael Keaton, isn't it, as the Vulture? Uh, fairly recently announced, yeah. Mm. yeah pretty much. You can't be Keaton being a mentalist. Did you see the, uh, slightly diverge from it, but did you see the Keaton quote that's been floating around the internet? <laughs> no, this week said, yeah. he said he turned down the uh, Batman Forever script because he read it and it was shit <laughs> <laughs> and that's how, that's uh, quote of the week for, for him this week <laughs> yeah just being it's, uh, someone got over I don't know he must have been on something mm. being interviewed and uh, it's just been all over the internet whenever I log in or something I'm like yeah. Idea, but yeah, <laughs> probably a good choice for him. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've heard that he was offered it at the time. Yeah, you know, what other reason could there be other than reading it and going, Nah, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nah, you're married. <laughs> F- yeah. Feel free to recast, I won't take offense. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Uh, more comic book shenanigans. Uh, of course, it's Justice League. I bet you kind of wait to buy the steel book. <laughs> 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 that and uh, I've got two steel books to buy. That and Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's another one that's coming out. Isn't it? Shit, I forgot about Wonder Woman. It's not me. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty seventeen. So yeah, two two steel books, two films. I'll probably end up hating. Let's <laughs> face it. Get your pre order in now. <laughs> um, Blade Runner twenty forty six. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm quietly curious about it. Yeah. Yeah. I just think like. Does Ridley Scott know what he's doing? Although he's executive producer, though, isn't he? Yeah, he's Actually, not direct. I was th- I thought he was until like the trailer. And I was yeah. like, all oh, right, I thought he was directing the film. Yeah, for for a moment, I kind of assumed he was, and then I, it just, I just reminded myself, yeah, he's not. Yeah. I mean, he's he's got to have a heavy influence on it, right? Of course, yeah. Yeah, but uh, we'll see. <laughs> I don't know. Is it a sequel that needed to happen? No. <laughs> so <laughs> not really. It could be good. Uh, it's I'm, and I'm not going to be one of them people. I, I, I always liked Blade Runner, but I'm not like a massive no, man. And I'm not going to be one of them people that pretends like I am. We'll see. I'll watch it when it comes out. I've always said Blade Runner is one of those films that I love how it looks. Mm. I love the design of it. The just like the costumes, the way like the steamy streets and stuff. It's a fucking awesome looking film. Yeah. But whenever I watch it, about an hour in, I'm always like, <sighs> I just get, I get a bit bored. Yeah, yeah. That's blasphemy. I don't care. Well, it's just—it's a film that has problems as well. It's kind of like Alien Three in a way. Like it's—it could have been way, way better, but it had like weird problems with it, and it's a bit. Although, up. saying that, the final cut version is the best version. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Hmm. Uh, Power Rangers. 
Uh, Power Rangers, there's a new trailer I've not watched. No, me either. No. Uh, international trailer came out, yeah. I'm quietly looking forward to that, because, you know, I've got a nostalgic attachment to Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah, going to definitely. be the same, but it'll be, it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, definitely see, like, with it all modernised and stuff, mm-hmm. see how it works. I just kind of fear it'll be, like, Transformers or something. Probably. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> but fucking optimists that we are. <laughs> kind of Which... weird, but it's going to be shit. Which obviously segues nicely onto uh, there's yet another Transformers film out yeah. in 2017, Transformers The Last Night. Yeah, I watched that trailer after you talked about it just to see if Anthony Hopkins did shout and I was disappointed that he didn't. Shout at them! <laughs> yeah. No, well, you downplays it, yeah, to the point where, like, semi-brain, when I was talking about it last time, at first I was like, who is that? I recognise that voice. <laughs> you're like, at the end, you're like, no, nah, that wasn't Anthony Hopkins, he didn't shout at random at all. <laughs> yeah. Fucking stupid. Um, How many more of those fucking movies are they going to make? Obviously, they keep making billions of fucking dollars, so. Yeah. I mean, which, what is it now? Is it like five? Yeah. Something. Like, I yeah. think so. Yeah. This is the fifth. Mark, yeah. Mark Wahlberg? That's so weird. At what point did he get involved? I don't even know. It was like what? three? What? <laughs> Just whenever, so, whenever LaBeouf fucking went all weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When he, like, had a nervous breakdown and stuff. Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> uh, have I missed any films? Uh, a couple. We've got uh, the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie. <laughs> Fucking hell. Which <laughs> actually is made, you know. Is it not Johnny Depp again? Johnny Depp and, uh, well, pretty much, I think Orlando Bloom briefly reprises his role. So I think he's in some, like, cameo appearance. Mm. But um, fucking Superface is in it as well, yeah. Super Super <laughs> <laughs> um, she's in it as well, yeah. Um, but it's filmed, it's done. It's so weird. Snuck that out, didn't they? Well, they're just keeping it really quiet because I, I was reading something the other day um, about Kira Knightley. Uh, fuck knows why. Uh, and towards the bottom, it was saying, "Oh yeah, when I was filming like Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, oh, whatever they call it, Dead Men Tell No Tales." Mm. And I was like, "Is that the last one?" And then <laughs> so I had like a look, and I thought, "Fuck yeah!" But they're just keeping it really like. Close yeah, to the chest. I had for no some fucking reason. idea that was coming out. Yeah, I, really I thought the last one did terrible, so I thought that would be that for that. But yeah, kind of did, really. Yeah, uh, it was all. It was weird. It had a weird feel. It was. It was all in Britain and stuff, and like none of the actors. Well, pretty much none of the actors returned and stuff. Mm. So I guess yeah. they're doing it. Must have made money. So mm, yeah, I, I, I imagine. It, I don't know. Maybe it's kind of like a reboot or something. Who knows? Wouldn't surprise uh, us. Because I think they have said that it's kind of more piratey this time. Mm. The last film was kind of about the end of piracy and how pirates couldn't be pirates anymore, basically, because mm. of the time period it was set. But I think this one's... I don't know if it's going to be a prequel, or, but apparently it's more just pirates on the high seas and stuff. Mm. Mm. I'll, 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 I'll not watch it. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, that's it, yeah. I've still just seen the first one, that's it. Uh, obviously, we've got that uh, Kong movie coming out as well this year. That act, yeah, that trailer really surprised me. I thought that looks fucking fun, actually. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's uh, Skull Island. Skull Island, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure how many times we need to say King Kong. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it's only been done like once or something. But well, one just, recent one, yeah. Yeah, just kind of feels too recent. I'm it like, does, God, yeah. they're doing it again, fuck's yeah. sake. When it was announced, it was announced as like a King Kong spin off called Skull Island. I thought, also, oh, it's kind of a follow on from the Peter Jackson one, but no. <laughs> No, starting again. Yeah. Um, War the Planet of the Apes, if you're a Planet of the Apes person. <laughs> I haven't seen any of those reboots. <laughs> well, I've seen, not, that, not that this counts, but I've seen the Tim Burton one. Have you? I never saw any of the new ones, no. 
It, uh, John Lithgow is in one of them, man. You should check it out. Oh. <laughs> Gotta fucking watch them now, haven't I? <laughs> um, it gives a fucking stellar uh, performance as a guy with uh, Alzheimer's, I think he's got. Oh, yeah. And it's really, really good, actually. Yeah. But the film shit. Ghost <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the Shell. Shit, yeah, I forgot about that as well. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch that. Yeah. Scarjo running around in an animated landscape and skin tight outfit. Mm, can it can it get wrong? It's a no brainer. Um I think that's it really though. Mm. That's all the biggies for me. As for other bits of jazz, I mean T V I mean uh you you haven't seen Twin Peaks, have you? So uh, no. no. Season three's out next year. After twenty five years. <laughs> I should watch it. Yeah. It's good. Just, it just seems like one of them series that's about nothing. <laughs> uh, well well you're half right because uh, yeah. middle section of season two when Lynch fucked off. <laughs> yeah, Lynch fucked off to make Wilder Heart and was like, "Hey, Gary, take care of this." And everyone was like, "What do we do?" <laughs> <laughs> it's totally lost. But then Lynch comes back for the last episode, and you have nightmares for the rest of your life. <laughs> the very last episode is mental. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll have to check it out at some point. Yeah, yeah some crazy shit in season one. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, out next year on a uh, Showtime, I think. And then as for games, uh, we've got three biggie sequels. Mm. Uh, we've got Red Dead Redemption 2, Mass Effect Andromeda, which is out in March, by the March, way. Yeah. And of course, the granddaddy, the one we've been waiting for for fucking years, Shenmue 3. Yeah, it's going to be weird. I can't really it's imagine. It's going to be very strange. <laughs> I, just, I just only hope that it's not like, it's, too, it's not too open world. I'm getting sick of open world games. Mm. I'm getting sick of games that are like big, but actually they're full of nothingness. It seems like from, like, even just the graphical style they're going for, they're not trying to make it too modern. Like, it still looks like Shenmue. How it looked, yeah. 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 Nah, it's going to be weird, that. I can't even imagine playing after so no, it's going to be yeah. strange, yeah. Yeah. Of course, yeah. before it comes out, I'll have to replay through one and two again. <laughs> yeah, just remind yourself what happened. Mm. Um, there's a new trailer for Andromeda as well, wasn't there, this week? I don't know if you saw it. No, I saw a gameplay footage a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Probably it's, just a new trailer. It's kind of like gameplay trailer, basically. Oh, that might have been the one I saw then, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. It looks quite good. Yeah. yeah. It does, yeah. Can't wait. I love those games. And Red Dead Redemption 2, I mean, Jesus. Can't yeah. wait. Yeah. Yeah. We're just like, if Grand Theft Auto 5 is anything to go off, mm-hmm. it's just going to be like Grand Theft Auto 5, but in Western times. So, yeah. <laughs> I'll bring it on. I love how someone was like, one of the criticisms was like, why didn't you set it in modern day? And everyone was like, you mean GDA? <laughs> <laughs> what a stupid criticism modern day yeah because if anything like and I think they have said this it's, it's obviously said before the last game yeah because you know, that was my not criticism but that was kind of the only regret I had about the last game was that it's kind of like about the end of Cowboys yeah the end of the Old West Yeah, and I kind of always thought oh, that's kind of sad yeah Kind of just want to be immersed in... It's like when you watch, like, The Last Samurai or something. Mm. I guess it's a film that had to happen and, di- and you know, history did happen like that. But you kind of think, oh, I just want to watch a film about samurais. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to see how the fucking couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. Kind of weird. <laughs> um, but as for some listener choices, uh, Mark Hennessy's favourite films, yeah, were Jungle Book and Rogue One. Yes. Well, uh, yeah. Stacey chimed in. Uh, Damn you. Pretty much the same choices that I had. Uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane, mm. uh, Hunt for the Wilder People, and Captain America Civil War. Jamie. Yes. Stephen Brown's favourite film of the year was Swiss Army Man. You saw that one, didn't you? Yeah. It's totally off the wall, crazy <laughs> film. 
Yeah, I quite want to see that. It's kind of like, I think Netflix lists it as like a comedy or something. I'm sure I saw somewhere and I was like, hmm, I'm not sure. Kind of is. No, yeah. Not really, though. Dark comedy. <laughs> yeah. And his uh, most anticipated movies of the year are Transporting 2 and Blade Runner. So there you go. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Adam Wiggum said The Nice Guys Hold for the World of People and I, Daniel Blake were his favourite films mm. uh, 2017's Looking Forward to Dunkirk John Wick 2 Logan Alien Covenant Spider-Man Homecoming Wolf of the Planet of the Apes and Blade Runner 2049 Nice <laughs> Looking forward to a lot of pictures a lot of pictures pictures details and that's that yeah, that's very good. That's twenty sixteen. It's all the jazz. Not a bad year, was it really? It well, it, it was good, yeah. Unless you were elderly and a celebrity. Well, I meant for films, obviously. <laughs> for that, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's always going to go down as the year that fucking so many. Although I will say, I think I have said this before on the show because, like, I don't know, celebrities really shot into the mainstream in like the eighties and nineties and stuff. You always had famous people, don't get us wrong. But I think, like, with the rise of, like, the internet and uh, people are always connected and the world knows what's happening and stuff. And we're now of that age that all the people we grew up with are going to start dying. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not sure there are more celebrities dying than ever. I just think it's more of the people that we grew up with are dying. Yeah, yeah. And we're more aware. We're more aware of it as well, like instantly. So it always seems way more shocking as well. Yeah. So you know, like no doubt, next year there's going to be sadly, but a slew of actors that are going to die. That you're going to go, fuck me, like Jesus. I grew up watching their films. Yeah. Uh, it's still pretty crazy though. You know, Carrie. I mean, Carrie Fisher. Was, Carrie Fisher. Yeah, was by sad. by no means the age to die. Bless nope. her. No. Yeah. Very sad. Yeah, it's horrible. And fucking like George Michael was it like the next day or something? Was day it before. Christmas? Was it Christmas Day? It was announced. I was like fucking hell. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Mental. And then Carrie Fisher's mum died like the day. Yeah, that was so. fucking heartbreaking. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean you hear shit like that all the time, like people mm. dying of a broken heart, and it's fucking true. I'm sure mm. people just kind of give up, don't they? Yeah. yeah, you get that with like old couples. Yeah, definitely. Like one will die, and the next week, the next one. It's mm. fucked up, man. Yeah, lots of people uh, passing away this year. It was mental. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I just hope uh, maybe it'll be a better year. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I still keep thinking like poor like Sean Connery. <laughs> When's he going to get announced? I know. Yeah, he's got some age now, hasn't he? I think he's like really terminally ill as well. Like he that's what, that's the rumor, isn't it? Yeah. Like he doesn't know who he is and stuff anymore. I hope that's not true. Yeah, that'd be pretty sad. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, you know Charles Manson's deathly ill at the minute. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Another legend that'll go. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd be a little bit sad if he died. <laughs> What's your end of no, an era? A little bit, yeah. A little bit, yeah. And he's kind of, he's kind of funny. Like, in interviews, he's dead funny. He's fucking hilarious. I just, like, I couldn't even know... How, I didn't even know how to respond to that one. I was just like... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's always funny, though, like, just how, like, people, like, news stations and stuff reporting that serial killer Charles Manson is in hospital. I'm like, he's not a serial killer. Everyone thinks he's a fucking serial killer. True, yeah. It's the movies and that, isn't it? And the portrayal in the media and yeah, it's, yeah it's, but he's, all, he's always just lumped in with like Gacy and fucking Bundy and all them yeah, people. Yeah, he's not a fucking serial killer. He's just fucking mental. That's all he is. It's ironic that really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. People never killed anyone, but that's what he's remembered. Uh, sorry, he's never like a serial killer, but that's yeah. what he's remembered for. I was gonna say, I, I think he's definitely killed people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why. Right, like, probably people we don't know about either. <laughs> And like, yeah, it's funny that, isn't it? It's like the Holocaust. People are always saying that happened, but it didn't. <laughs> 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 Just suddenly a Holocaust denier of that. 
Uh, so that's the show, folks. Uh, next week, uh, as it's a Friday the 13th, next Friday, mm. we're going to do the original thing and review a couple of Friday the 13th movies. It'll be taming. That's what we do. We'll pu- push the envelope, look outside the box. We do, basically. We're always looking at new ways to reinvent things. Yeah, so we're going to review some Friday the 13th movies on Friday the 13th. But we're going to be recast as women next week. Yeah, exactly. It's not going to be us, yeah. No. <laughs> Either that or Chris is going to be black. Yeah, or an old Chinese lady or something. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, until next time, folks, keep tasty, keep jazzy, and uh, all that jazz, and jazz, just jazz, 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 just jazz. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Stacey with Aness, the Director of Operations over here at Wafu HQ. If you'd like to support the show, a review and rating on iTunes would be much appreciated. Just search for Wafu FM. Or, if you're not an iTunes user, a review over at Stitcher.com would also be flipping marvellous. Once again, just search for Wafu FM. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, the email address is wafupodcast at gmail.com. Or alternatively, if you'd prefer to leave a voicemail, head on over to www.speakpipe.com slash wafufm. Thanks for listening. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.